Welcome to the Landmark Apostolic Church Podcast. We hope that this message inspires you and brings impact to your life. Enjoy the message. I am going to read a portion of scripture. In Psalms 13, 1 through 4. And to give it a name, come out of the dry place. It says to the chief musician, a psalm of David, How long wilt thou forget me, O Lord? Forever? How long wilt thou hide thy face from me? How long shall I take counsel in my soul? having sorrow in my heart daily. How long shall my enemies be exalted over me? Consider and hear me, O Lord my God. Lighten my eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death. Lest my enemies say I have prevailed against him, and those that trouble me rejoice. When I am moved. Amen. Let's go to God in prayer. The Heavenly Father, God, we pray right now, God. God, you are welcome in this place. Move in this place. Touch our minds and touch our thoughts. God, there are people that are in a dry place in their life. There are people that don't know which way to go, what to do, God. God, but you are a just God, a righteous God. God, we put our life in your hands, God. God, speak through me, flow through me, touch people's lives. Give them a different perspective and a different mindset. Change their mind, change their heart, God. God, that when they leave this church, God, and go out into the world, God, that they know you're in control, that you're in charge. God, that we put our life in your hands and leave it there. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 And I read that scripture, and I was thinking of that. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on right now. Brother, I, brother, I asked me if I would preach, and do you have something? I said, yes, I do. I told my wife, I said, there's not too many times that I don't, I don't have. I always have something to say. And we had our Thanksgiving party, our, our family, and, and a bunch of different people came over, and, and we were celebrating, and everything was going good. You know, and the devil knows the exact time to try to bring a hiccup into your life. And I'm not saying this to you to feel bad for me or, or think, because I, I could have I used this and called Brother Rice and said, Brother, brother, I'm, I'm not going to be able to pre- preach. I'm not going to be able to preach Sunday. At 10.51 last night, I get a phone call from my brother's wife, which is odd. And uh, there might have only been a couple times. And she tells me, she says, have you heard anything about Brandon? And that's my cousin, I said. No, they said, well, people are posting it on Facebook. They was riding his razor and was killed. And they said, do you know if this is true or not? I said, uh, 
I don't know. I haven't heard nothing. I, I, I don't have a clue, I said, but I can call his son. And uh, so I didn't have his phone number, so I messaged him and called him. I said, hey, bud, how you doing? And the first word out of his mouth said, yes, true. He was riding his razor. Him and another guy were having fun, and I worked with both of them. He missed the bridge, and it killed him, and the other guy was life-flighted. He's not that old. His kids are grown. I think we're about the same age. He might be a little younger than me. He's rode them back roads in Kentucky and the fields and everything. He grew up there. And he missed it. I'm on my phone with my brother, my other cousin in Kentucky. And my brother's trying to figure out what happened. And I put my head down and I'm thinking, what in the world? The day before, the other day, I get a phone call. A family we know. He was in the coal mine at Riverview Coal Mine in Kentucky. He was a mechanic. He was working on the miner. He had the tailpiece up, but not high enough. He didn't have it cribbed up enough. And that tailpiece moved and crushed him. He died. This is just a couple days. And you think about that stuff, and you think about your life. And you're sitting there, and you can allow it to get you down. I sat at a table saying, why in the world is this happening? God, why? And you know, it's at them times in your life that the devil's sitting there saying, why don't you just sit down? Don't go preach on Sunday. Why don't you just sit down? Look what you're going through. You got family and, and people you know. But I want to read something. See, in that part of the scripture, he was, if you want to put it, woe is me. God, are you hearing me? God, my enemies seem like they're prevailing again. God, are you going to do something? And then you get down in Psalms 13, 5 and 6. It says, but I have trusted in thy mercy. My heart shall rejoice in thy salvation. I will sing unto the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with, with me. Psalms 30 and 5, it says, for, for his anger endureth but a moment. In his favor is life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. In my prosperity, I said, I shall never be moved. I shall never be moved. And you know what? Everyone in here at one time in their life and different circumstances and different situations. Maybe you lost a loved one. Maybe someone walked out of church and stopped going to church and you're in a dry spell in your life. Maybe your kids grew up and you've been praying for them from the day they were born and hoping that they would stay in church and they said, no, it's not for me. I want to experience the world. And then you watch them go out in the world and they, they, they mess up their life and they get in drugs and they get in all kinds of stuff. I watched my mom. She ran from church and prostitution and put needles in her arms. And it took that one choice of that one needle to put in her arm. And it consumed her life for years. And everything was revolved around that. You see, we all in a desert storm sometimes in, in our life. 
We're all go through a storm in our lives. But the question is, are you going to stay in that dry place? Or as Brother, Brother Bryce said, are you going to rise above that situation and that circumstance? You see, we were talking about a couple things one time, and, and me and my brother were on the phone, and my brother doesn't go to church, but he would watch my live streams, and I'm still doing live streams, and I'm even doing stuff on Tic Tac. Tic Tic Tac. No, we're good. We're good. Tick tock. But, <laughs> well, that's bad. That's not live, live and everything. Unbelievable. Man. Because I refuse to allow the devil to have the upper hand. I refuse the devil to tell me. Have you ever wondered the devil going to try to tell you what to do, but he don't have the authority to tell you what to do? The devil going to make you think he could take you out at any time, but he can't touch you. He's got to go to God first. While we sit there in the dry place and the devil's standing there thinking, oh, you might just sit in that dry place. Ain't nothing going to happen. But God steps into the scene because he says, I shall not be moved. My God is a roaring lion. My God's going to do something in my life. Don't stay in that dry place and allow the devil to consume you to a point that you're left out on. The we have to allow our relationship with God to be so real that the authority that Jesus Christ gave us, that we can cast out demons, we can speak to that mountain. You don't need to stay in that dry place, but you need to stand up and keep on. God's not looking for perfect people, but he's looking for faithful people. I've come up against some obstacles and there's some mountains that's been in front of me and sometimes it looked like that water might have been too deep, but God said, I'm with you. Keep on going. I got your back. You know, in Isaiah 41, 18, I want you to think about this. If you're in a dry place in your life and you're wondering ever, ever am I going to get out, if you're wondering... How come every time I pray, it seems like it hits the ceiling and it bounces back down at me? How come it seems like it comes back void when I pray, when I'm seeking the face of God? I must be in a dry place. I must have upset God. God must be mad at me so he's not listening to my prayer. Sometimes we're just like that in Psalms 13, 1 through 4. My enemies, seems like they're rejoicing. They're, they're going to try to take me over. But I read a scripture in Psalms 41, 18 that says, I will open up rivers in the high places and fountains in the midst of the valley. I will make the wilderness a pool of water and the dry land springs of water. You might be in that dry spot in your life. It might seem like you're looking and you're seeing mirage. You're not thinking right. You're not talking right. You're feeling weak. You feel like you can't make it. You're trying to do a step-by-step, -step, but it feels like you just can't. But can I tell you, if you just stand on the Word of God, right there in the midst of that desert, God can bring a spring up in your life while the enemy and the people are looking at you saying, oh, he's going to backslide. He's... You see, because when we're in a dry spot and it seems like nothing's right, it seems like everything's bad. 
and you'll have friends and you'll have neighbors sitting there watching you saying, oh, this is where it happens. This is where they're going to backslide. Oh, I bet they're going to bring home a 12-pack and suck it down. And oh, I bet they're going to do, oh, they're probably going to get some messed up movies and start with, oh, I know they're going to mess up because they're in a dry spot. They've gone through a time in their life and they don't know what to do. But what they don't understand is that when we came in contact with a life-changing God at the altar and we got filled with the Holy Ghost and spoke in other tongues, there was a change that took place in our life that said, I shall not be moved, that in the midst of the desert, there's a stream that's going to rise because I am his servant. Right now is not the time to get dismayed and walk away, but watch what God can do in your life. We've all been in storms. We've all been in storms. And as you can see of this church right here, everyone's been in storms. Everyone's met messed up people. But here you are still at church. Here you still are worshiping God. Here you still are have your Bibles. Here you still are. Because when you remember what he brought you from, when you remember when you were in the world and you were in your miry clay and you were crying in your ashes and you were thinking there was no way out and God spoke to you and he wrapped his arms around you and he said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I'm going to be closer than a brother. I'm going to be there for you. Don't worry about it. I will. See, sometimes we want to do it of ourselves but we can't. You see, when I was in that dark place in my life and I was dragging and I was thinking nobody loved me and I was thinking, you know, when I was in foster care and my, my mom lost all her rights and they brought my dad to the courthouse and he said, keep him into the system. I, I don't want to have to change my life to take my son. These are the two people that I thought loved me more than anybody. And when I was sitting there in a million pieces and I'm wondering, what am I going to do? Does anybody love me? I'm in this foster home. Does anybody love me? The two people that pretty much dissed me and pushed me aside, kicked me to the curb because my mom was too messed up on drugs and my dad was too worried about making money because that was his God. I'm sitting there in a thousand pieces. I was in a dry place in my life. And then when I finally came in contact with a life-changing God and I went to that altar and I was seeking his face and I was praying and God sat there, came down and he said, you might be in a thousand pieces. You might be in a million pieces. Your life might feel like it's destroyed. Your life might feel like it's distraught. But I come to tell you, I specialize in them broken pieces that you might be a mess and the world's telling you just walk away. But I can come down and I can put them pieces together and I can give a testimony. You see, what we have to understand is though we're in a dry spot, that is not the end unless you make it the end. But when you're in that dry spot, that might be the time that you need to start praying. That might be the time that you need to get on your knees. That might be the time that you need to start singing some hymns and spiritual songs and get a hold of God. Say, it might look dry, God, but I know you're going to do something in the midst of this chaos. You see, I made up my mind a long time ago. From the way we grew up, you know, I didn't realize this. You know, my brother doesn't go to church. My brother got the Holy Ghost. When he got out of prison, he was living with me and he got the Holy Ghost. And I was talking to my brother one day and he said, do you know how proud I am of you? He said, really, do you know how proud I am of you? He said... You're married. 
you have kids. He said, you're preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. He said, I heard you for the first time. This is years ago. I heard you for the first time on the radio. And when I heard you on the radio, I started calling all my friends. said, go to this, this radio station right here. My brother is preaching. He doesn't go to church. But he sat there and he said, oh, man, I'm so proud of you, what you're doing. You know how much that means? Someone that's not in church that says, man, he says, to me, you have it all. You have it all. What we don't understand is, or sometimes what we don't want to understand or, is that when we have God, we have everything. Yeah. We might not have a million dollars sitting in the bank account, but we got Jesus. Yeah. We might not drive the nicest car, but we got Jesus. Yeah. Biggest house, best paying job, but we got Jesus. Yeah. I'm not going to put my focus on that and allow it to bring me down to a level to look at someone. I'm in houses every day that's 800000 to a million dollars doing work. But just give me Jesus. You see, when I'm faithful to God and I put God first, and I let him be the focus of my life. God comes before my wife. God comes before my kids. God comes before my job. God comes before everything. And because we put God first, when we got married, we went there first. And the first thing we did was knelt down at the altar and prayed together because we wanted God to be the center focus of our life. You might be going through a dry spell, but God says it's not going to be long. You're not going to be weeping long. You're not going to be in pain long because joy cometh in the morning. Amen. Psalms 105.41, he opened the rock. And you know what's interesting about that? If you go all the way back to Moses, and those people were complaining. They were murmuring. Man, they was the complainers. People, I'm surprised God just didn't kick them to the curb. Said, you complain too. You unthankful, ungrateful people. When you read in the Bible, that rock was Jesus. And he smote that rock. And water came forth. And then he was supposed to speak to that rock. And in Moses' anger, he smote that rock. Big mistake. Big mistake. But they were in the desert. They were in the desert. And they were seeking the face. They were not, not seeking the face of God, but they were, they were thirsty. And God brought them. They were hungry, and God gave them food. Their clothes didn't fade away like they do now. They didn't have to go every six months and get a new pair of tennis shoes. They didn't have to go get a new suit. They didn't have to go get a new pair of pants or a dress. They didn't have to get nothing like that because it just kept on. God kept them all the way. Amen. Hey, give me a second. I was trying. Oh, you already opened it for me. Man, I was trying so hard thinking it was shut. Man, what a blessing. In John chapter 7, 37 through 38 says, In the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scriptures have said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. 
shall flow rivers of living water. Amen. You might be in a dry spell in your life and you might not know what to do. It might seem like that desert just keeps on going and you still don't know what to do. Come on, we've been, we've been out there in the middle of summer. I, I work outside majority of the time. Brother, you work outside all the time. And when that summer is so hot and you're out there and you're sitting there walking and you're working and all you can think about, your lips are getting dry and you need a drink of water and you got sweat coming down. And if you don't get no water, then, then all of a sudden you can stop sweating and it's real dangerous. And then they got to take you to get hydrated. But can I tell you, in the midst of your situation and circumstance, the water can keep on flowing. In the middle of your desert storm, your desert situation where you're standing, God can bring water up out the wall. Wall. Not the wall. The ground. You know, there was a conversation that took place one time. I was in Henderson, Kentucky, and I was working at this this job, this heating and cooling place. And I was in the front, and this one guy came to, to uh, the owner of the company, and they got in this Bible conversation. And I was new there, so I just kind of kept my mouth shut. I thought, I want to wait before I get fired by saying something I might. And he said, you know, there was a guy that told me that unless you're baptized, you can't make it to heaven. And he said, well, what about those people that are in the desert that have no water? What about those people, he said? They ain't got any water. And I'm sitting there trying to bite my tongue thinking, what are you talking about? He said, but I told the guy, I guess it wouldn't matter if you were baptized in the sand. They just poured sand over you. You'd be okay. And I was thinking about something, you know, when you read, and I didn't realize this, I've read the whole Bible through, but if you go to Noah, while he was building the ark, and you sit there and look, they never seen no rain, but God spoke to him, and he listened. But I did not realize this for the longest time, I almost felt kind of stupid, because I'm sitting there going, wait a minute, did you know that when the water started coming, when the water started falling, that water was shooting out of the ground. I've read it, read it, read it, right over it. And I'm sitting there thinking, oh man, how easy. But good thing I listen to it on my phone and then I can read it also. I can go back and forth and you'd be amazed what you, you get. But I want you to think about something. When you're in your struggle, when it seems like it's just dry, when it seems like you have nowhere to go, it seems like you don't know what to do, but God's saying, be faithful. God's saying, stand strong. God's saying, don't move. God's saying, I I'll bring up some water. There'll be a spring coming up. Amen? Don't allow your life, don't allow your destiny to be determined by the, the storm that you're in, by the desert that you're standing in. Don't allow that to dictate to you what you're going to do for God. God might just have you there for a reason because there's just somebody 
that needs to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. Maybe there's someone walking and saying, well, if there's a God, how come this ain't going on or that ain't going on? And here he comes past you or she comes past you and you're standing there believing God and singing praises and hymns and giving the God the glory and they're standing there looking at you saying, what are you praising God for? We're going to die. We're going to start. We're, we're, we're not going to have no water. We have no food. We're, we're going to wither up and just die, but you're going to be praising God because my God is the refreshing. My God is the water that's going to be coming. My God said rivers of living water will flow through me. That when the praises go up, His glory comes down. My God can perform miracles where it seems like there's no miracle. It might be a desert, but there's going to be a lake here in a little bit. Because as long as I keep praising, I know something's going to take place. It might be a dry place, but wait till I get done praising. When I... We cannot allow our circumstance and situation and everything that we're going on around us and the chaos with the government and coronavirus to consume us to a point that we get in a dry spell and God's saying, I want you to move. I'm going to use you in ways. God wants the spirit of God to flow. But are you going to stand in the midst of the desert and say, my God is faithful and I shall not be moved? Amen. 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 And I'm about done. But I want you to, I mean, the way I talk, I probably go on another two hours, but, you know, I, all I had this morning was coffee, and I know everyone else is hungry, so they're going to say, we did like that, preacher. But all the food was gone. But let me ask you something, because everyone goes through a storm in their life. Everyone gets to a point where it seems like everybody's against them. Everybody's against them. They don't know what to do. It feels like they're struggling. Should I walk away from church? Should I just go home? Should I keep my Bible down? Should I set it down? Should I stop praying? Should I stop singing praises? Should I, should I just sit there and, and sulk in my infirmities? I, I feel like I'm... Uh, I'm in a destitute place. It seems like there's no nothing fresh going up. And, and it seems like God's not really doing nothing in my life. And if we complain, Brother Rice, you said it before, if I prayed about it as much as I complained about it, then God could do something about it. But don't let the situation you're in consume you to a point that you're in a dry spell, that you sit in church and you die and go to hell because you get dried up while everyone else is being blessed, getting their breakthrough in the midst of the struggle. If you just stood up or rose above the situation and gave it to God, watch what God can do in the midst of your struggle. It's when you stand still and get down and don't do nothing. But if you praise them in the midst of your storm, a blessing will come come forth don't allow don't allow your situation don't allow this come on I came from the streets where it was gang violence and drugs I was be jumped by 5 to 15 crips every single day at school because I was involved in gangs and teachers were saying just quit in middle school teachers were saying just quit your mom's on food stamps you don't even get to go to school half the time 
Your mom's doing drugs. I'm surprised they even have you with your mom anymore. You're living in a car half the time. You don't even get to have a normal life. Why don't you just quit? Because your life ain't going to be nothing. But here I am today with a church full of people because there was a God that seen me in my infirmities. And he said, hey, I got a job. I got a job. I got a job for you to do. Don't just stand, but give it to God and watch the breakthrough that can take place in your life. Amen. 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 I believe God's moving in this place. They're going to sing. If you're in a desert place or you need a breakthrough in your life, God is here. There's room at the cross. He's just waiting for you to respond. He's tugging at your heart, but he's waiting for you to respond. The ones that leave here with nothing are the ones that didn't do anything. But if you want God to do something in your life, give it to God. Come to the altar. Stand there and lift your hands, but give him everything you want to give. Because God wants to do exceedingly abundantly. God wants to touch your life. God wants to change your life. I've been in the desert, but now I'm right here. Rivers of living water flowing. God is faithful and just. God will touch your life. Thank you for listening. Special thanks to those that give generously to this ministry. If you would like more information, please visit our website at landmarkapostolicchurch.net. But have a great day and God bless.